Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. How are you? <laughs> you know, I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I've got all sorts of feels at the moment. You and I are playing. I've got Thursday night players going on, which is always the death of me after my guy tore his hamstring into 47 pieces last time. And it's just, you know, I wait for the I wait for the shoe to fall off and it's halfway there as we go through halftime of this game. So, you know, doing all right. Mm -hmm. Cool. How are you, Lucas? Yeah, about the same. Um, it was a busy day today. We'll just put it at, leave it at that. And uh, I didn't remember the Thursday game until it was too late. And I noticed one of my guys was out. So that's wonderful. What, you have a guy in your starting lineup that's out? Yes. Mr. Oh. Chris Carson was out oh, today. Oh, no. I even oh, had a backup running back to I fill just... in because I saw he was questionable earlier. And then all of a sudden he was out. And that was wonderful. Oh, and this is a tough week for that with your matchup. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Well, as we talked about last week, most games are blowout, so odds are you were just going to get blown out more, or it doesn't matter. You can win on you can win on eleven on ten. Or if I can get Tyree Kill to get me forty-five points again, I'll just pull it out and and win handily. Well, that's potentially one of the ten for ten. So let's get rolling into that. All right, nice segue. Number one, three truths and a lie. I'm going to tell you four things. Which one of these is not the truth? One, Jalen Hurts is currently a top five quarterback in our league. Two, James Robinson is a top five running back in our league. Three, Terry McLaughlin, McLaurin, Terry McLaurin is a top five wide receiver in the league. Or four, Gronk is a top five tight end in the league. Oh, well, Gronk is definitely a top five tight end. Um, boy, those are good ones. I would say McLaurin is also a top five wide receiver. Um, why hurts or what was the other one? James Robinson is a top five running back. Yeah, that one I actually believe too. So I'll say Jalen hurts. Okay. I'm gonna say James Robinson. I thought I was going to throw you guys with uh Gronk cause he didn't play last week, but nope. He's still in the top five. Terry McLaurin is a top five wide receiver. Jalen Hurts is a top five quarterback. James oh. Robinson is currently running back 10. Yeah. But he keeps grinding. Good for you. Good, good old James. Good for him. Coming yeah. on oh, I thought you guys were going to get the joke. Wait. That's okay. I'll move on. Uh, oh, oh. Because <laughs> of the video. Because <laughs> of the video. <laughs> All right. If you said Urban was going to keep on grinding, then I would have gotten it quicker. Did you guys see that's how the uh, the Jaguars broke down their huddle yesterday? Wait, what? Oh. Like when they were breaking down the huddle, the players, it was grind on three. <laughs> uh, so much respect for their coach. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Two. All right, we are at a we are four games into the season. This is week five, so we're three games away from the halfway point of the season. Our bottom three teams are Carly at 0-4, Matt at 0-4, and Cam in one and three. So I'm gonna give you who their opponents are for the next three weeks. I want you to predict what you think their record will be. So Carly again, 0-4 has to Matt, Derek, and Cam. Matt has Carly, myself, and Alex. One and three, Cam plays Kelly. 
Bobby and Carly. What are your predictions for their records going into the week seven at this point? I'm going to say Cam wins two of the next three. I'm going to say Carly wins two of the next three. And I'm going to say Kelly wins one of the next three because one of them is me. Um, but Kelly wasn't an option. Matt. Wait, what? Matt, 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 Matt. I got, I got the names confused. The one who goes against me, yeah. Matt is going to win one. So did you say they're all going to go two and one? No, I said Matt was going to get one win, but only because his strength of schedule is very high the next three weeks. All right, so the year of overconfidence. So you think Carly's going to be two and five? You think Cam is going to be three and four? And Matt, maybe less so at one and six? Yep. All right, Lucas, what do you think? Um, yeah, I I say Carly wins two of those. Um, I say, boy, you know, at the beginning of the season, I, I thought Matt just had ran into bad luck, right? Running into to really good teams at, at the wrong time. But he has not been putting up high numbers lately either, so I don't have as much confidence that he could pull two of those out. Um, so I'll give him one. Um, and then what were Cam, who were Cam's opponents again? Kelly, Bobby, Carly. Well, I'm giving Carly two, and I think one of those was Cam. So that would be a loss for Cam. I'll give I'll give um, I'll give Cam two. All right. Rasputin is going to get another run at the playoffs here. Well, I th- <laughs> until he proves us wrong. Yeah. I said they all go one and two. I uh, I think it's going to be fairly chalky. Um, but I do. Um, your point about Matt is a good one. And I don't know if you guys saw or not, but to compound things, Ridley is confirmed out Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, so, and we've got Mixon probably isn't playing, and Dalvin Cook is questionable, so I'm, he's always questionable, though, so he may be fine, but that's a that's a rough loss. Yeah, he's right. just made the wrong oh, calls with quarterbacks, too. Um, they've, they've scored well in weeks that he's had them on the bench, and then he throws them in the next week, and then they don't do well. So it's just, yeah, string of bad luck. So you guys may not be able to do this off the top of your head, and it's my fault I didn't send you show prep. But if I'm right, and Matt kind of trends in the wrong direction, and you guys are right, and he loses this week and he goes to 0-5, do you, do you have to make a move? Or, like, I mean, like, actively pursue a trade? Or do you still kind of, like, these are the best players I have. I'm not going to find something better, and I'm just going to hope we turn the tide here. Why? Just, again, like I was saying last week, the free agency is really feast or famine right now. So it's, I don't know what he's going to do. Trades barely happen in this league, so I don't know what kind of trade he's going to make. Um, unless he's willing to try to give up Dalvin for something, but I don't know if he's going to do that because that's his best player. And if you give that up, then what is the hope do you have going forward? It's like you kind of have to hope that Delvin super produces to win games. So it's just kind of a tough situation to be in. You know? Yeah, I, I agree with the free agency. There's, there's nobody out there. Um, mm-hmm. You've got to pick up the backup running back of somebody like Chris Carson who gets hurt. So it would have been uh, Alex Collins today, right? Uh, but you got to stay on, on top of that sort of stuff. I picked up Madison that one week that Cook was out and he got me 22 points, right? It's You really got to stay on top of that. 
Cam offered up both his quarterbacks. Um, Matt needs a quarterback. Um, he he should look at Cam as as a possible trade partner, and I'm sure they could get something done. But yeah, it's got to be a trade. Well, one of the ideas I put down, uh, what does it feel fair both ways? Cam get sends Dak and Chris Godwin for Dalvin Cook. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I, I would have to look at that more, but off the top of my head, I feel it's At least fair. not something you'd veto? Right, I'd have to look at it a little closer, but yeah, there's no red flags initially for me on, on something like that. What about you, Alex? What was the trade for, the, for Dalvin Cook? Was... Uh, Dak for Chris Godwin and Dalvin Cook. I'm sorry, Dak and Chris Godwin for Dalvin Cook. I don't, I don't know if Cam would do that, though. How's Dak doing this year? What's his? Oh, I Cam would be foolish not to do that. I mean, you've got a quarterback, but yeah, he's uh, I'm trying to blank Lucas. Who's his other quarterbacks? Stafford. Oh, it's Matt Stafford. Yeah, that's Stafford because yep. he's because he's shopping at quarterback. Um, yeah, hey, uh, I, I think Matt maybe should try that. Yeah, I would. I'd be down for that trade. Okay. Give that a shot. That's some good thinking there, Steve. Look at you putting pieces together. Figure well, it I out. really want to facilitate some trades. I want to try one more thing with you guys here. Um, okay. For both of you, mm-hmm. I want you to tell me. Not counting your quarterback, who are your two best players in your mind? Tyreek Hill. Yep. Mm. (laughs) That's Uh, really hard because a lot of my players are very, they're not, it's not like they're known for consistency. Yeah. Because Ty Lockett's killing it this year. But I would say Justin Jefferson is more consistent. So I would say Justin Jefferson and maybe Devontae Adams, Adams, probably, for me. If we were a three-keeper league next, a three-team keeper, or a three-player keeper next year, you would keep your quarterbacks if you could. Who else would you keep? Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson. Okay, I'm going to let Lucas think about it, and he's going to get the same question coming to him in a second. Would you trade those two for Dalvin Cook if you knew he was going to stay healthy all year? Both of them? Yep. No. For a guy who's got number two running back upside, no? No. Okay. I don't need him enough. I have DeAndre Swift and Kareem Hunt. You know what I mean? It's, it wouldn't be too much. It wouldn't be enough of an improvement to get rid of like those two guys for me. Okay. Yeah, same. I mean, Tyreek Hill and just name somebody else. Um, Hopkins. It, it, Right, it doesn't matter who you name. It could be Tyreek Hill and my kicker. Um, Tyreek Hill put up 45 points last week. Tyreek Hill put up 36 points in week one. Okay. Delvin Cook, I don't think Delvin Cook scored 45 points total this season. So absolutely not would I, would okay. I do that. Maybe Mike Evans and Tyler Lockett. Ugh. That gives me yeah. that. Never mind. <laughs> you see, but then that's again, you see, I'm in the point where my team is winning. So he would have to make it interesting to me. And that's what makes yep. trades hard in this league. He has yep. to make it worth my time. So trading those two for him would make it worth it for me. And then he would get two players they can put on the starting thing. That's what makes trades so hard. So, yeah, I guess with Lucas, I get your point. Tyreek Hill is kind of the exception, but I don't think that there's just really isn't anybody else in the league you think is going to put up 45 points in wide receiver position. I would, I would be curious what, I would have you guys look at my roster and say, who are my best two players, regardless of position? And 
think it I, I can't imagine there's no two I would trade if I knew I wouldn't trade if I knew oh wait I've got McCaffrey minus McCaffrey I wouldn't trade if I knew Cook was going to be healthy all year but all right anyway enough time on this topic I just really it would be fun to see trades happen Lucas you saw there was one in our other league today so it's fun to know that it can happen all right we talked about four at the same time that was kind of if you're Cam what would you do with this trade so we've already addressed that five Lucas maybe you have some inside information uh, for your wife, Kelly, at some point, are you thinking of playing Jalen Hurts over Aaron Rodgers? Um, I don't have any insider information on that, um, but absolutely. Um, I mean, it's all about consistency. And if you're not consistently getting that that high score, um, Jalen Hurts being kind of a wild card in the fact that he's not really a rookie, but is kind of right because he didn't play a lot last year um unless i'm totally getting this wrong and he is a rookie this year please correct me um he played about half the year yeah right that's right so you know hey four four or five weeks is a good sample size um so absolutely i i think you need to start looking at that like you said he's a top five quarterback we covered that earlier um it's doing that for a reason so maybe you start playing the matchups here yeah and i want to get your take on a two ox but i think kind of i still i think aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback but you talked about matchups i think the issue is like last week you probably saw this if you're watching the chiefs Jalen Hurts probably sucked for two and a half quarters but they're playing catch up at the end so he probably i mean he was piling points up at the end of that game and i think they're a bad team and they're going to be doing that rogers and the packers are going to be like they were against uh, Pittsburgh last week, healthy lead, not necessarily run the whole clock out, but you know he put up he put up 36 points with three touchdowns. That that feels like kind of what a ceiling is going to be right now. Mm-hmm. Alex, what do you think about? Would you start Jalen? Do you think it's time to start Jalen Hurts over Aaron Rodgers? Or are you still going with gotcha. the MVP right now? No, I'd still go with Aaron Rodgers right now. Um, sure, yeah, I know what you're saying about like dump time, but like that's not always consistent. So like when we go. So, for example, DeAndre Swift on my team is whenever the Lions are in dump time, they just, Goff doesn't want to throw interceptions, so he just chucks it to his running backs over and over and over again. But when they're not having a good game, they just don't do that. So it's not consistent. Aaron Rodgers has, Aaron Rodgers has been consistent in the past. Um, I would give Jalen Rodgers another week or two and uh, maybe make a decision from there. Unless, the only time I would do it if there's a game where you really need to go big or go home and you don't think Rodgers can do it. But then again, Rodgers can have a big game too. You know what I mean? I think consistently, like consistently, it's a better choice to keep Rodgers unless it's a really bad matchup compared to Jalen Hurts having a really good matchup. So, okay, yeah, I, I can respect that. All right, we're gonna stay with Kelly's team for number six. She's made zero roster moves this year. Is she that in love with the team? <laughs> no, um, I think I shared last week was it last week's game of the week before she was ready to make roster moves and then got tied up with something at home and then it was one (laughs) o'clock so she has been looking she has always been looking um but uh life has been getting in the way lately so we we shouldn't anticipate that number staying at zero too much longer oh no not at all all right seven true or false um what is true is that Lucas, you and Cam have made the most acquisitions this year. Now the true or false, 
have the two of you made more acquisitions than the other eight of us combined? True or false? Um, I'm not surprised that I'm up there. I always am. Um, I always like to play around with kickers and defenses and defensive players on a week by week basis. Um, I'm going to say true. I'm going to say true too. I don't do barely anything. Now this one was close, but I don't feel it's cheating. Like when I do three truths and a lie, let's just pick one. So, um, it is false, but it is close. The two of you have combined for approximately 20 roster maneuvers and the rest of the league is at 22 so close but the rest of the league does win yeah that's that's borderline cheating but i'll, I'll let it pass <laughs> um one of the things we talked about last week uh, mike williams is off to was off to an incredible start like multi, double digit targets every game was wide receiver seven looking fantastic but last week against a really porous Raiders defense minus their top two cornerbacks, one ball on four targets. What is your vote right now? Is this regression to the norm or an outlier for an otherwise ascending talent? I'm going to say it's an outlier for an ascending talent. So, you know, there's going to be bad periods, you know, but, you know, if you think the talent's there, the talent's there, and you just got to believe, you know, God's got some talent. Yeah, it's very rare to find a player in any position in fantasy football that consistently scores high points every single week. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyreek Hill, again, uh, weeks two and three, I think averaged four points a game. Um, that was definitely an outlier. This is an outlier, too. Okay. Yeah, you just get that one game where you're against like the best corner in the league and they do man-on-man against you the whole game and your guy gets shut out. It's just what happens yep. sometimes. It was just kind of a weird game. Like Daniel Parham was that was a thing. So, well, right, too, Alex, so big. this is the question we did draw, uh, <laughs> a test run on. So you're going to be ready for it. Yeah, it'll bring Lucas into it as well. Yeah. So I'm I'm asking you the question: Is DeAndre Swift a good running back? Now I just I'm not talking about him as a pass catcher. Like he's got great numbers there. He looks good. I'm saying, giving him the ball behind the line of scrimmage and asking him to go get you four to four and a half yards of carry. Is he good in that regard? I don't think he is, but I want to be talked into being wrong. He is good as long as our line is healthy. He is the type of running back where the line has to make a hole and he can make the first guy miss. There's, there's two kinds of running backs, really. I mean, there's more than that, but, you know, if you, you can really buzz it down to two. The guy that puts their head down and busts through to try to get, like, six yards, and the guy that can make the first guy make, try to make the big, the big plays. That's what Swift does, and he does it very, very well. But, sadly, a lot of our line is hurt or things keep happening with our line. If that happens, Swift kind of goes to like just a purely catching role. And then Jamal is probably the better better running back for that situation. But as long as your line works, I think Swift is a very good running back, yes. He's very agile. All right, break the tie, Lucas. I'm with Alex on this. I, it was a very, very good explanation uh, from what I've seen so far this season from him. Thanks. Okay. All right, so I want to be careful to not be wordy with this. Um, this is going to be about. Sorry. Last week was pretty. Um, the favorites played the underdog. So every one team in the top five played one team in the bottom five. So it was kind of in theory, not competitive matchups and minus Alex getting upset by Bobby, not trying to pour salt in the wound to state. In fact, um, that the top carried their weight against the bottom. This is going to be more interesting. Based on last week's numbers, we have teams all in the top six 
of the rankings playing each other and teams in the bottom four playing each other. So this is the long way of getting to the question of do you guys, how much do you guys scoreboard watch other games on Sundays and Mondays? Not when it has a direct impact on you like playoff seating, just out of curiosity to see how things are going. That is a fantastic question, Stephen. Let me tell uh-huh. you what I what I do. Nothing. Okay. I don't look at another team because the only team that matters is my team. My boys are out there putting their hearts on the field and they're going to run to the sidelines and I'm over there on my little tablet watching the Jets game. No, that would that would ruin them. I watch my boys and I care about my boys. Mm-hmm. Did, did you forget to remind your boys that they played on Sunday last week? Yeah, they made him. You know, I you know I can't. <laughs> we you know we have some. We got that over. I said last week we had to worry about overconfidence, and I think we were a little too confident going over last weekend. But I think that was a good chip on our shoulder moving forward. You know, sometimes you need that chip. Yeah, they they dialed it back just a little too much, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, just a little too much. We, this this week will be good. Yeah. No, I uh, I'll I'll occasionally look uh, just to kind of see are there close matchups or are they blowouts. Um, I'll always know another game because um, you know I live with somebody with another team in the league, um, so I'm quite aware of of two matchups during the week uh, for the most part. But no, unless it's close to playoff time, I usually don't watch it too closely. All right, fair enough. All right, so we are going to pivot into the Jankings for the week. I'm going to just give you a recap of where we were at standings-wise and what the results were. Last week, 10, Matt, 9, Carly, 8, Cam, K, 7, Kelly, lots of K sounds there, 6, Bobby, 5, J, 4, Derek, 3, Lucas, 2, Alex, Steve won. Here are the results. Just a reminder. Uh, One Steve beat seven Kelly. Two Alex lost to six Bobby. Three Lucas beat nine Carly. Four Derek beat ten Matt. And five Jay beat eight Cam. So before we get into the rankings, where do you guys think you should be in the rankings? Not where am I going to put you? Where would you put yourself? Also the correct answers. (laughs) (laughs) A correct answer is three. I mean, I'm going to say one officially, but they could probably three. Yeah, I'll probably say two for myself. All right. So let's start it out. Ten. We're going to go with Matt. Yes, Matt. Correct. Uh, rough meet, rough week. Matt was ten, lost. Uh, put up the lowest score in the league by a pretty significant point. I think uh, margin, I think put up 79. That's a pretty low total uh, for our league. Um, just tough breaks with injuries. We talked about it. Joe Mixon's likely out. Calvin Ridley is out. Dalvin Cook is questionable. Those were kind of the studs of his team. Uh, I forget the stat line, but Kirk Cousins had to play like crap. They only put seven points up against the Browns. And so, yeah, I think, they're top heavy. They can win a few games, but it feels like a train wreck right now. And I think, I think you've got to make a move. I'd start, like I said, I would go with Dalvin Cook and go to two top end players from every team, throw ten offers out there, and just see what happens. I, I guess, but I'm not sure what he's be able to do. But Matt, give her, give her your all. 
Yep. You know, Delvin Cook puts up five points. Um, again, you're expecting more from that type of player. Um, that that game was just horrible for him. He had Cousins in this week. Like I said before, he's just picking the wrong quarterback, unfortunately. Ryan's on his bench with 46 points, where Cousins got 21. Um, and that Minnesota-Cleveland game was just... Uh, it was... The, it, those are my choices last week. I could either watch the Lions, or I'm like, oh, what's the other game I can watch that would be entertaining? Oh, it's Minnesota-Cleveland, which was somehow even worse of a game. Um, so it was just they they came up against a bad de- or a good defense, uh, did not score a lot of points, and when you try double dip like that and you get that low scoring game, you can put up seventy points in a week like you did. Mm-hmm. Well, wish him luck this week. He and Carly are playing in the battle of nine versus ten, so somebody will get off the schneid. All right. Nine. Hmm. I think he just told us. Uh, Carly. Carly. <laughs> uh, yes, nine was Carly. I didn't... Anyways... Um, I can't imagine you guys wouldn't have got there on your own, but I will say, uh, wasn't a bad week last week. I don't know the exact number, but middle of the pack score. Um, unfortunately, just played the buzzsaw that was you, Lucas, and your eight touchdowns from Mahomes to Hill. Or I'm sorry, your eight total touchdowns with Mahomes and Hill. But we'll talk about that part um, when it's your guys' turn. When we talk about trading quarterbacks, she's another candidate with Kyle, um, Mer- Kyler Murray and Justin Herbert. Do you have to start thinking about going against the grain and holding Justin Herbert and trading Kyler Murray? Or if you guys are thinking she can get two out of three wins in the next week, she's back in it at two and four. Like, I just think you have to go outside the box at this point. But I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. I don't know who would trade for Justin Herbert. That's what I'm saying. You trade for Kyler Murray. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying you would leave Kyler Murray and trade Justin. Okay. Yes, because I think Kyler Murray is big enough that a lot of people, even if they have a good quarterback, will try to trade for him and might like up it because he's doing such an amazing job. Um, I would even like think about trading for well, no, I believe in my boy. Well, I don't know. I'm see, I'm even like 50 50 and I have Josh Allen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray's would be like amazing trade material to have, but um, she does really need help in the wide receiver spot. But James Robinson is finally, you know catching up uh so that's helping her out i think it's just if she can fix the wide receiver problem she'll be she'll be she'll have a rock solid team so yeah um absolutely you know you gotta do something right um oh and four the thing that helps is murray was her franchise pick um so it's not like she can keep him next year um is it too early to get rid of trade away a franchise pick um maybe uh but with a lot of catching up to do maybe not um it's just hard to pull the trigger on something like that right like i I think a lot of us in the league here are we have our favorite players um and we're gonna go down they're gonna go down in the ship with us right um because we they do well for us and it's just really hard to to make a trade um like that so but um, I think you're right, Steve. Um, I think she does have to start looking at maybe shopping him around. Uh, would not necessarily be her first choice to trade out, but 
um, you could probably get a hefty sum for that and and make a good move. I mean, it is possible. So, like, for someone like me, if trade, like, because Allen is my keeper and Kyler is her keeper, if we trade those and then maybe swap wide receivers so you can get a better wide receiver spot, um, then we could keep that. We wouldn't, we wouldn't, you know, have to worry about keepers next year either. So, yeah, you know. my, my advice to her, though, would be not to do something like that because she doesn't need a good quarterback coming back. Right. Um, I think she can get by just fine with with Herbert the rest of the season um and use murray to get two really good wide receivers kind of like you're talking about before right yeah that'd be an adams jefferson trade um for kyler um no because i already have my head that's right. the thing is because i already have a quarterback so i wouldn't want to give her both right. wide receivers but yeah, yeah but, but i don't know something like that you know um I, you know take yeah. the top wide receivers from somebody for somebody like kyler murray for sure i uh I'd be curious. I want to see something happen, but it feels like just the addition of James Robinson and Alvin Kamara and Kyler Murray. She just, man, her wide receivers just not have to just have to be not bad. They don't have to be good. So, all right, eight. Uh, Cam, maybe. So was Cam. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Cam. Mm. Was eight, stays eight. Uh, we talked about his quarterback situation, so we don't we don't need to revisit that. Um, second least amount of points scored this year. This feels like a really important piece of part of his schedule right now. Um, he's got a winnable matchup coming up next week with Carly. And a couple of weeks, and he's got matchups with two, two and two, two and two teams with Kelly and Bobby in the next two weeks. This really feels like um, this is a time to make a move if you're Cam. It feels like these next three weeks are pretty pivotal for you. Yeah, I agreed. Um, this this is a, I would say, must-win week for him. A um, little bit of bad luck last week with with Shark uh, going down. Um, got getting zero out of him. Um, but what the heck, can we talk about Cordero Patterson a second? Like where the hell did he come from? Um, he had 30, 32.6 points last week. How is Atlanta using him? Is he actually a running back or is he a wide receiver and they're listing him as a running back? And why is he scoring so much this season? The, the ridiculous thing about that, like on top of what you're saying is like, he played 23 snaps last week. For context, I forget the number, but the Falcons were like in the 60s of number of runs played. So he's on the field for a third of them, and he has all three of their touchdowns. But yeah, they got him rolling out into different positions. And I think Arthur Smith is an offensive genius. Um, he's the former running, the offensive coordinator for the Titans. And uh, I, plenty of teams had Cordell Patterson, and nobody did anything with him. And he comes to Atlanta as a 31-year-old running back slash wide receiver, and he's having a career year. Yeah, so that's a great find by him. I would ride that till the end. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he's he's got the players. Um, he scored well last week, um, but yeah, it's 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 time to win. Seven. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna say Kelly. Um, yes, I will say Kelly as well. Was seven, stay seven, guys. Good job. So quick check-in as we're a third of the way through this. Do any dis I'm assuming since you guessed them all accurately, these all feel like these are about where you'd put them yourselves? Uh, I'd put everybody at number one. Well, I'd put me at number one. I'd put everybody else at number two. But at uh, one A. Uh, <laughs> everybody's number one in their own hearts. But no, good list so far, Steve. Good list. Good math so far, you know. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I was looking. Kelly has minus one. I'm trying to figure out how that's possible right now this week. Um, tough break for Kelly. Um, lost in a, lost by like a point and a half. But I think that it continues to me to show me where I just am concerned about the team and I won't be a broken record. Like this team, for the most part, like Kelsey was terrible. But everybody else was pretty good about where they were going to be and a couple of guys overachieved. Like Najee had like 20-some-odd points or DJ Moore had 20-some-odd points. So... Like, it feels like we're seeing the top end of what she can do. Um, yes, again, Kelsey had a bad week, but he's going to have good weeks, and one of these other four guys are going to have regress to the norm. So it just hopefully what she needs to do is find somebody with some upside. So hopefully she gets a hold of a waiver wire running back who can do something later in the year. But uh, I think middle of the road is kind of where they're going to be right now. Yeah, well, uh, a little insider information on this one. This was Shefty. one of the moves. What? Oh, I just called you our Shefty. Yeah, please don't. Um, <laughs> she, this was one of the the things she was going to change um, a player uh, that would have won her the game, um, and again, just did not get around to it. Um, I'll blame it on myself. Um, recovering from surgery here, um, she's doing the job of two parents uh, some days, and you know. Sometimes football is is farther from her mind, so uh, she was not planning on on playing Jamar Chase uh, this week. She wanted Antonio Gibson in there, um, and did not make the switch in time. And unfortunately, Gibson scored four more points than Jamar Chase, which would have given her the win since that was our first close matchup of the year. Steve, yeah, I really did kind of kick out. myself in the teeth uh, on that one. Yep. And so, sure, we were watching the Tampa Bay-New England game with interest. She just kept waiting for Brady to score enough points to beat her, and it just took forever, um, but obviously finally happened. So um, count yourself lucky this week, Steve. Um, she very easily could have beaten you um, and was going to make the right decision, but just did not have time to make the lineup change. I very much count myself as lucky. I think that uh, it was not a good week, and I got lucky, and apparently I got even luckier than I knew about with that maneuver. But, yeah, I hadn't thought of – actually, I did think about that was watching the game. Like, that had to be rough for Kelly. I think it's fair to say that everybody thought Brady would obliterate the number he actually put up, but it was going so slowly, but just kind of enough to get him over the over the hump and then just they were halfway through the fourth quarter before it finally happened. Yes. And, uh, we we had a discussion too. How would you like to lose? Um, would you like to get blown out, or would you like to get strung along on the Monday night game and just holding your breath, hoping beyond hope that the quarterback doesn't score the points needed? Um, and uh, I, I probably 
should have tried to remember the answer before I, I asked that question again, because I can't remember what she said, but you know, <laughs> me personally, I would, I would rather, boy, I don't know. That's, I guess that's a question for you guys too. How would you rather lose in both scenarios? You're going to lose. Would you rather it come down to the wire? Or would you rather already be decided and be blown out by Monday night? Just put the bullet in my head. I don't want to sit around in misery and have hope. Alex. Yeah. Yes. What would you, how would you rather lose? How would I rather lose? Mm-hmm. That's a terrible question, Lucas. I never want to lose. I only want to win. <laughs> Any type of loss is the kind of loss that I don't want to lose to. This is the okay. year of overconfidence and even, even suggestion that there's a way that I would enjoy to lose. You want me to go down there and you want me to find little baby J dot Allen. You want me to look him in his little face and it's like, it's okay if you lose this way, buddy. No, I believe in him. He's going undefeated after this week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't have even asked you. Those were the answers I would have given for each of you. So well done. I love how I immediately switched to just, I'm going to be overconfident. And you're like, yeah, that's what Alex would say. Uh, uh, yeah. This year. Well, the year of right? overconfidence has worked three out of four weeks. Yeah. We'll see what All next right. year's attitude is. Six. <laughs> um, do, do, do. Jay. I'm going to go with Bob. All right, you guys, this first disagreement, and somebody is right, and it is Lucas. Bobby was six, stays at six. <laughs> You're telling me he beat the number one, allegedly, team in the league and he didn't move up? No, I'm telling you he beat the allegedly number two team in the league and didn't move up. Allegedly number one. I have my list over here. It says one. All right, Bobby, number six. What's going on with Bobby, Steve? Give us the rundown. I was going to say, see, Alex, this is about the time when the Jenkins, you can almost start to predict them as I see trends. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, well, speaking anyway. of trends, guys, I talked about this last week, the incredible touch count that Derrick Henry was on, averaging 31 and a half, I'm sorry, 33 touches in the last two weeks. So what's he do this week? He takes a break and only has 35 touch. I'm sorry, he has 35 touches against the Jets. So in the last three games, he's gone over 30 touches every time. This is not sustainable for the man's long-term well-being. As I said last week, Steve, that man is a tank. He is not human. He is the $50 million man. Probably more than that, counting inflation. But that dude's a beast. He's he's like the Tom Brady of running backs, and that may be overstating it. But you're Uh, right. He he defies expectations. Right. Like you said, he can't keep this up. I'd say the same thing about Brady. He can't keep this up, but yet they both still do. Mm-hmm. There was a time where running backs lasted more than three years, Stephen. And I mean, they had to do it somehow. So maybe Derrick Henry just knows how to do it. I mean, Tony Dorsett wasn't running the ball 35 times a game. Yeah, um, Barry had to be close, right? I don't think yeah, Barry's on the ball 30 plus times a game. Barry didn't um, get hit like Derrick Henry gets hit, though. So that's real. Like I I don't know how you're doing this with a team that's got Corey Davis and Devontae Smith starting. Like 
Corey Davis had a good game, four catches, 111 yards, and a touchdown. But I'm not, I'm not living and dying with Corey Davis. However, I try to not talk about Bobby's team much because I think differently, and he does quite well for himself. Um, he did actually text me Sunday night because I don't know if you saw he did start Baker Mayfield over Lamar Jackson, and that did not work out. I think that was about 20 points worse of a swing. Uh, fortunately, it didn't hurt because he won. But he, I did want to give him the time. He reached out, and he talked about my concern was that Lamar had the bad back. Baker seemed like he had a good matchup because, in theory, the tw- the Vikings' defense is not good. So I, I went with that. So I get the logic. I don't disagree with it. It just didn't work. Makes total sense, but that's the NFL. It never makes sense. So, And, and props this- to him for having the only player from the Jets that anybody has. Yeah. And he played him, and he did well. <laughs> what? It's actually true. There's not even a defensive player. There's no other player from the Jets on anyone else's team. Fun fact. Wow. Wow, you that's a that? really good. Yeah, that's I a did. really good fun fact. It is a fun fact. You could just you could go to the league, and just filter by team, and just say not just available and do all. Only one that there's a symbol next to is Corey Davis. Had, nice. I'm very impressed, Alex. Nice work. Okay, truly. Oh, thanks. Doing my research. So without any spoilers on how your team is doing this week, Lucas, like I try to ask the other hosts about Bob because I, like I said, I don't want to just throw dirt on him because I know I've got a bad perception. You play him this week. Does it feel like one of your harder matchups during the year, one of the easier ones or kind of in the middle? What's it, what's it feel like for you? No, it's always, I always feel like I have trouble with his team. Kind of like how uh, Cam is Alex's kryptonite, right? (laughs) Did I get that right? Yeah, I feel it, mm-hmm. it's that way with Bobby with me. Um, it it'll his guys will have a great week. Um, they just will. Um, and like I said earlier, you know, with with Carson, that's that's all I'll mention here. Um, I God, I hope that just doesn't come back to bite me. But I don't know. Carson got me four points last week, so that's essentially the same as zero. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I always seem to have trouble with Bob. Five. I have a question first for you, Steve. What's shaking? Do you keep track of every draft that happens before this and then like list like what average uh, round each of us picks a certain position? I'm just curious. I was thinking about that the other day. Are you the kind of guy that does that? Not until now. Okay. Okay, fun thing you can look to. Also a fun thing you could see how many times each of us have gotten some uh, people from certain teams, see if people lean towards certain teams more than other teams. Fun statistic you can do if you're bored. You, you've just opened Pandora's box, my friend. I like I like giving I like giving Steve stats sometimes. He asks sometimes, so I give him a couple if he's bored. Could be like number one Jets drafter has been Bobby with Corey Davis in the past ten years. So be a fun fact. <laughs> I do. It's just a quick side. I do. I remember. I swear. There's like a three or four year span where Bobby always had Aaron Rodgers and uh, Charles. Uh, Calvin Johnson on his team. It always won't wind up. It was like what your dad had with uh, Saquon and uh, Kam- sorry Kamara and Zeke for a couple of years. But all right, five. Five is going to be who I said before, and I said Jay. Jay. Um, ooh, this might be close, but yes, I'll say Jason as well. All right, Lucas is, is on pace for his second ever perfect season. Um, was five, stays five, or perfect guessing. 
Saquon Barkley continues to be kind of like this version of DeAndre Swift, kind of crappy running the ball, but gets all sorts of, all sorts of catches to make up for it. But uh, either way, uh, high volume is what matters as a running back. McLaurin and Allen had great weeks. He had a great week last week, putting up 161 points. That's fantastic. So I think right now uh, the big things I would say with him is a big bullet losing David Montgomery for the next four to five weeks and Henry Ruggs as the flex player that feels like the grossest flex position in all the land to me. <laughs> is it is it really a bad thing that he lost David Montgomery? Like, really? I mean, yeah, he did well last week, but they played the Lions. You can't, you can't count that. No, no, you can't. Especially after last week. That that last week was their demoralized game. So, yeah, uh, easy pickings last week. Oh, abs- absolutely. I I hear in quick aside all this talk about Justin Fields being the second coming now, and I'm like, you guys do realize that he played Detroit last week, and he still only completed like 11 passes. It and happens yet, every oh, year. Oh, but he's oh he's good. He's fine. Don't worry about him anymore. It's like yeah, right. Okay. Sam anyway. Darnold was supposed to be amazing because he beat us too his first game. Uh huh. Every rookie quarter, we're like every rookie quarterback's like first win. I forgot yeah. all about that Jets game where like the Jets fans were like cheering like oh geez. Kyler right. Murray had the big comeback for the tie. Yeah, Darnold threw yeah. an interception on his first career pass to the Lions on Monday night. And then he never looked back. Wasn't it even a pick six or just a regular interception? It was a pick six. Yeah. It was like the first play of the game, too. And then he just, then we just lost. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Pretty much if we go against a rookie quarterback, we just lose. So, technically, (laughs) even though the 49ers quarterback didn't start, he did play a couple snaps and then he beat the Lions this year, too. So, yeah. But anyway, Jay's team. (laughs) Yeah, Jay's team. Sorry. No, and didn't didn't Barkley get like a trash touchdown or something? Or didn't no, he he scored it wasn't trash, it was the overtime touchdown. Um, so that certainly helped last week as well. I say it doesn't matter. Trash taste that a, a trash touchdown tastes just as good as a first quarter touchdown, Lucas. Yeah. All the touchdowns <laughs> That's very the true. Mm-hmm. He, he does need to to drop Ben Roethlisberger, though. Um, that guy's done. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk real NFL for a minute. Like, you know, I don't want this to be hyperbole. I'm asking legitimately, like, do you think about benching Ben Roethlisberger? I think really when I think of the reason not to, it's only because he's been your quarterback since 2004 and you you want to try to be a little more respectful. But that's not how this game, that's not how the NFL has played. Like, I just can't imagine Mason Rudolph, as bad as I know Mason Rudolph is, is worse than this. But you can't go back from benching Roethlisberger like you can't bench him have two games and then put him back in so I'm just curious what you guys think about that like is it time to have a hard look at putting him on the bench I don't know maybe it's officially like his last year and just no one knows what them so it's like okay player last year and we're gonna use this as a teaching year for this guy instead of throwing him to the wolves you know maybe yeah. but geez I just Deontay Johnson Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool are good like if you could just give them like a decent quarterback. Like I just imagine this team would be great. The defense is good. Yeah. Well, but I, I heard somebody say this morning. I watch, by the way, I watch a lot of like sports shows now because, you know, I'm not working and I'm just sitting <laughs> on my butt watching TV right now. Lazy. Um, yeah, I know. Jeez. Um, they made a good point. 
they they ask the exact same question. It is it time to bench him? It is time to bench him. They're like, but for who? They don't have anybody else. Ben actually is their best option, which is a sad thing to say. Um, which means they're they're in big trouble. They waited way too long to draft the quarterback. Um, it's yeah, they're they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And that's such an odd thing, like. The Steelers are a team that drafts really well. I mean, how many times does a big-name free agent go to Pittsburgh to make them good? It's all homegrown town. I think the only guy right now is Minka Fitzpatrick. Everybody else is like homegrown talent. So the fact that they didn't get a backup quarterback ready to roll. There was news that McCown might be coming back to the league. Eh? Get him. He's a legend. Josh McCown? Yeah. Four. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I do want to say, I do want to get the, uh, the t- uh, check on one more thing with Jay and get you guys' opinion. I think I was wrong. I put this team towards the kind of the bottom three. I didn't see a path out of the bottom three, but I was wrong about that. But I don't see a path out of the middle class right now. Do you guys disagree with that? No. Okay. But it only takes uh, three wins, and he's a three-time champion. Four. Sorry, I, I got to be his top six. Um, for, see, this is where it might get interesting. Um, the correct answer is Derek. I'm going to say Derek. Are you going with Derek, Lucas? I'm going. Yeah. Yes, I am, because I don't think Alex dropped two spots. Sorry, I didn't know when you were saying, like, the correct answer is Derek. Like, but yeah, I'm saying it should be else. Derek. That's, that, gotcha. that's my answer, yes. Was four stays four. So it seems like you guys don't have much to gripe out about with the ranking so far. I feel pretty good with this. No, you're just finally understanding what they're all about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're not all the way home yet. (laughs) True. Man, Austin Eckler, that, uh, I don't know if you guys got to watch that Monday night game, but that felt like the Austin Eckler life summed up in a nutshell. Like, he looked like he did something pretty significant to his hamstring early in the game, like he was going to be out, but then he just rolls back in and gets like, I forget the number, but like 30 points, pretty close to it with two touchdowns, looked incredible the whole time. So um, there's a core four with this team, and if we can, if he can add Mike Williams to be a, the fifth member of the team, like I guess you just kind of play whack-a-mole at the quarterback position between Derek Carr and Joe Burrow and try to figure out who's going to have the good matchup every week. But Chubb's great. Eckler's great. Waller's fine for what you need out of him. DK's obviously fantastic. And it's going to – let's see what Mike Williams has got in the tank. Um, yeah, like we said earlier, I wouldn't be concerned about Mike Williams at this point. Um, so to score almost 160 points with Mike Williams getting, what did you say, four points? Um, yeah. That's scary. Um, now, granted, the Buffalo defense is not going to play Houston the rest of the season, so that's unfortunate <laughs> for him. Um, with 24 points, that is insane. Um, but, yeah, nice, comfortable win. Really good core. Um, he's going to make some noise this year. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for him to have a good year just after everything that happened last year. <laughs> just everything that could go wrong. Did go wrong, so I'm glad he's getting a good opportunity here. And then uh, this week he's got Jay, so uh, we have got four versus five. So it'll be interesting to see what Ooh. happens and kind of who goes where. 
Ooh, that'll be a fun one to watch throughout the day on Sunday. <laughs> well, hopefully some of these not counting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Alex, you and I are going to come down to Monday, which I hate with a white-hot passion, but be, hopefully there are a few other contests as well doing the same thing. Yeah, hopefully. But, I, again, I'm one of those ones where hopefully just one of us gets a high awesome. point total. I don't have to worry about Monday. What's that What's that for? Nothing. I okay. think I'm about to see because I'm I'm behind. Yeah, um, it's not sorry, Alex, what are you saying? Oh, nothing. You're good. I just, you know, I was asking about what you were sad about. Yeah. He's sad because his guy didn't score. Feelings uh, are overrated. Hmm? Feelings are overrated. Uh, may, yeah. All right, number three. Well, we have to stay true to what we said at the beginning of the podcast. We rank ourselves, so. That means it's Alex. Lucas. <laughs> it's Lucas. Sorry, you guys' passion about this was entertaining. Okay. All right. Drum roll, please. Oh, come on now. Maybe we do a drum roll for that. Alex, you dropped a bit of an egg last week, so it wasn't like you lost a high-scoring matchup. It was a... Uh, You're an I egg. Think you broke 100. <laughs> You're an egg. No, I did not I, break 100. I think that needs to be like a power-jinking rule. If you don't break 100 points, you automatically go down one spot. I, I, <laughs> didn't, break, I didn't break 100 points strategically, so, so it's all you, good. You meant to do it, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is, it is an off week for my boys, okay? Talk to me about your team. Off week for your boys, but how are you feeling big picture? I love them. That's the problem with wide receivers when you get top wide receivers. You usually, you know, they can get covered by one guy and it shuts their game down. And that's what happened last week. Uh, wide receivers are more inconsistent than other positions. So I have to rely on those positions more handedly. But when I win, I can win by a lot because of that other wide receivers I have. So um, the only thing on my team that hasn't been consistent in a way that I wasn't thinking it would happen was J-Dot. Um, he's not doing terribly. He's still like what point rank nine? Yep, but nine. Uh, yep, but he's tied with my other QB. So we'll see. I hopefully he can do a little bit better. I don't want to start Danny Dimes. I don't think I'm gonna. But still, I did not know Danny Dimes was your backup quarterback. That that'd be a step down. Well, I had Trevor Lawrence and he was QB twenty seven. So finally, I finally gave up on the Trevor Lawrence experience. Experiment. <laughs> Keep grinding. But, mm -hmm. but QB1 in our hearts. QB1 <laughs> in our hearts, yeah. Oh, was that a yeah. grind joke? Yeah, yeah. Keep grinding. Yeah. It's a good team that had a bad week. I don't, you know, I think you've consistently been two or three. I don't really feel like uh, this makes me change my opinion of you. I think Josh Allen is certainly going to get right against Kansas City. I mean, that's just going to be a fun game to watch. I'm really glad. I, honestly, I don't have any action in that. I can just kind of enjoy the game. I mean, you have you're against me, so I don't know if you can really enjoy it. Ah, oh, crap! That's right. <laughs> I was, I was gonna say it's good you have the high scoring player from that game, but that does game doesn't affect me, so it'll be fun to watch. So yeah, hopefully. just totally terrible logic on my part. I own it, but uh, <laughs> no. I tell you, the uh, the other thing you've got going in your favor against our matchup, and this is really a bullet to me. Like you get the Patriots defense against the Texans. Yep. 
Also, a very positive thing is a lot of my players in the NFC North, so they play a lot of the defenses in the NFC North, and this week is a joy. So my whole team is going against some pretty bad defenses. So we'll see if that turns out okay, except for Tyler Lockett tonight, but that's okay. And he's a... Well, we don't want to get into too much. Actually, what do we care? People are going to watch, listen to this after the game. Tyler Lockett's not having an awesome game right now, but uh, no, he's doing fine. Yeah. It's middle of the road. Yeah. All right. So, Alex, right now, kind of stayed the course with this team. Are you actively going to be looking for any sort of trade to make? I don't really need to do anything, you know. So, I'm not actively well, looking for a trade. But if people DeAndre want, Swift, but, people... but I'm in the minority. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go well, ahead. I still I like him. And then I have Kareem Hunt, too, if I ever decide to switch. So that's just that's just a guy I struggle starting with. But anyway, all right. Mm-hmm. So like your team, you're in good shape. Number three. And uh, you might be doing better if uh, things hold up for you like the way they're doing right now early into the week. Mm-hmm. Who's number two? Well, I believe that will be Lucas. Wait, no, I'm mad at you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I like your reasoning, but I'll mm-hmm. say it's me. You, Lucas, and Alex were the only two teams that moved this week. Swapping spots, pretty chalk week. So I'll let you talk about your team, but the one thing I got to ask, Lucas, just what's it like when you're like your quarterback throws three touchdowns to your wide receiver? That's That's got to be like mainlining crack. Yes, um, that is a less um, R-rated version of what I was going to say, but you're, yes. It it took until week four, but I finally, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. And I, it, the only thing that would have made it better is if I could actually watch the game. But, um, and uh, Hill almost had another touchdown. Uh, he, they actually had one that they, they called back because apparently he was out at the one instead of breaking the plane first before going out. So it could have even been more. He could have almost had 50 points last week. So. Um, that's what I was imagining when I drafted him, uh, to pair with Mahomes. Um, and I was very, very happy to see it. Uh, Carly was very, very not happy to see it. Um, she also said some choice. Well, she didn't say choice words. She doesn't swear at me over text, but she was not happy with that, that performance. That's for sure. So, um, but I also felt I needed it with, with her sitting there with, with Murray and Kamara. Um, they can put up similar points that Mahomes and Hill does. So um, I knew I needed everything I could get there. So um, even though I felt greedy, I, uh, I I wanted that last third touchdown, and it, and it worked out well. Yeah, she put up a good fight. Most weeks uh, it would have been a lot closer of a contest. Just it was a really, really good week for you last week. And, I mean, that's what makes your team so scary. I mean, those two well, those two did fantastic, but, I mean, nobody has really had a, a stellar week. I mean, your kicker did some pretty good stuff, but, you know, everybody else was fine, but nobody else was, like, really just bringing the thunder for you. So it is what makes you so dangerous that uh, that can be a good week for you when only two guys kind of really go above and beyond, though, to be fair, that's pretty high above and beyond that they went. It, very much so, and I, you can't count on that every week, which is why um, I'm a little – Starting to get a little worried about uh, Hopkins. Um, he has not been putting up the numbers that I would have expected out of my number two pick, three if you count the franchise. Yeah. Um, so I'm a little disappointed on that. Um, Jason, I understand what you mean about Amari Cooper now. Um, <laughs> I'm about giving up on him as well. Very inconsistent. Just I, I cannot, 
I can't, I can't figure him out. Um, and so, you know, um, and my bench isn't as strong as I thought it was at the beginning of the season either. So I'm still looking to improve. Um, I'd like more consistency, um, in terms of points scored that they should be scoring. Um, but yes, it's nice to be able to fall back on that duo, um, and get the top points scored for the week. So if you had been able to pull Carson, would you put Edwards Alaire in or Williams? Uh, I would put Williams in. Really? Yeah. Those last two games from Clyde Edwards Alaire still not enough for you. They were good to see, um, for sure. Um, but oh, I forget. Sorry, I'm I'm pulling up the matchups real real quicker. I think it was a matchup thing. Um, yeah, I mean Chicago. Look, I don't believe in Justin Fields, but he's a running quarterback, and running quarterbacks are great for the running game. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, again, it was against the Lions, uh, but after Montgomery got hurt, Williams did great last week. So, um, whereas Edwards Lair is going up against Buffalo, and no, um, he's he's not going to show up this week. Uh, so it would have been Damian Williams then. Well, and it makes sense too. I mean, if it's kind of a push matchup, it probably isn't a bad thing to diversify your interest. So, I mean, it's unlikely Kansas City has a bad game, but if they do, it wipes out three players, three of your spots. So. All right. Yep. Makes sense. All right. One. I have to say it so I can get 100%. It's Steve. Mm, I am going to guess me. That was bright. Am I right? I was also <laughs> distracted, guess? but I guessed me. No. You have overconfidence. Was one last week, is one again this week. Um, you know, there's not a whole lot to say right now. That was not a great week I put up last week. Um, McCaffrey's out. Cooper Cup is having a second crappy game in a row, so I don't have a whole lot of positive feelings about the team right now beyond the fact that we're 4-0. We've got four matchups with Carly and Matt left, so hopefully that uh, buys us some time to put the rest of this together. Well, then, and, you know, Cooper Cup just got a 20-yard thing. How does that punt thing work for punt scoring? So I was going to ask about that. I didn't realize you could punt twice on the same play. You're technically not supposed to, but they found a weird loophole is what they were describing. <laughs> that the guy had the way he did it. It turns out that they did the work because they didn't have to do the 10-yard penalty or whatever. So we're talking about the game that's currently happening, and the Seattle Seahawks punter just punted it twice. In yeah, one he, got a, he punted it. It was blocked right back to him. He ran it off to the side and punted it again before he crossed the line of scrimmage. Yeah. You can't pass twice when that happens to you. So I don't know how you can punt twice. Yeah. Anyway, Steve, number one team. How's it going? Yeah. Oh, uh, not much to talk about here. Um, Hopefully McCaffrey comes back. Um, The one thing I'm just super duper excited about and really uh, Debo. I know some people think this is a fluke. I'm not one of those people. I think he's that good. I understand his big touchdown was on a broken play, but um, even if you take that out, it was a good game. Uh, you can take out the Lions kind of fluky play. It was a good play. I just think he looks really good, passes the eyeball test. So I feel really happy that I got him in the late rounds. Beyond that, um, you know, hopefully Brady stops sucking. All right. So nice job, Lucas. Went wired wire for the second time. So either you, we're getting a mind meld going on, and gosh, I feel sorry for you if that's the case, or... The math just lined up well this week. I'm hoping it's the latter. (laughs) 
Hello. Hello. Did we just lose Steve? Maybe. I don't think so. Am I still here? Oh, okay. I don't know. It was you? just I'm sorry. It was like a really long, awkward pause. We we, we like to give our listeners out there the illusion that uh, we don't like pauses. Anyway, uh, yeah, good job with your team, Steve. That was a good. That was a good rundown. Good definition. Good description. Um, good thing with Debo. Um, you're going down this week in a positive sportsmanship like way. Well, you are the you balance that nicely the 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 year of overconfidence with good sportsmanship. So very well done. So mm-hmm. all right, why are we are going to go ahead and pivot to our matchups of the week? So I stutter over this every week, so I'm going to go a little slower. Last week, uh, ESPN and I had the best week going four and one. And what just happened here? Talk for a second, somebody. That's okay. What did just happen there? I think that ESPN did something, or Steven's looking at his notes because something is an issue with it. Uh, oh, my. He also has a Chromebook, and, and Chromebooks aren't, you know, the most reliable of machines, so it's possible yeah. that, you know. I'm trying to get a new computer, but it's, like, impossible nowadays. Let me tell you what. Oh, I could tell you that as well. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to? You're working on something yourself? Well, you know, I I work for IT, so yes, it's everything's been on back order for well over a year. Mm-hmm. Supply supply chain across the world. Are we should we get into world politics? Maybe that'll get Steve back to us. But no, I want to hear across the world, world politics. What are, yeah, what are your opinion on the most controversial of political topics, Lucas? Start from, start from A to Z, go alphabetical, and just tell me which one, which side you're on. Controversial. That was a joke. Don't do that. <laughs> a. Apples, I like them. Yeah, that's a good. That's A is for apples. <laughs> Although I'm against, I think we could use less apples in this country. But hey, whatever you believe. Mm-hmm. We already have too many kinds. There's like eight thousand types. That's too many kinds of apples. Whatever happened to just red and green ones? You know. All right, Steve. Seriously, what's going on? Uh, lost my internet, so I'm trying to pull up everything. Well, you didn't really lose your internet, but I'm not going to get into technical reasons uh, why. Uh, so. but no, the, sorry, the Chromebook has decided it doesn't want to connect to the internet. I mean, you, I, I can well, talk again. I'm not going to go into details as to why that's incorrect, but um, <laughs> how, how about as you're trying to pull that up, we just go through our our matchups of the week here and uh, and and pick the games. Fine. Ready? I, I'll, I, I've got them up. Would you like me to go through them, Steve, while you're working on that? I think we got it back right now. Okay. All right. So for whatever reason, I lost our records for last week, so I will just get what our aggregate records are right now. He says, as it still continues to try to connect to the Internet. All right, Lucas, give us our matchups. Oh, got it, got it, got it. All right. Uh, for the year, ESPN and I are 14 and 6. Derek and Alex are 13 and 7. Cam is 12 and 8. Lucas, you are 11 and 9. So it's been pretty chalky. I don't yes. remember a year where everybody was over uh, 500 this far into the season. So that part's pretty cool. Yeah. Great. So let's job, start man. with the jank up of the week. It is number one, Steve versus number three, Alex. Alex, oh. who do you have? I have Alexander. He's going to win yes, this week. Yes, can. Picked me. I am going to pick me as well because I want to not be undefeated this week. 
and guessing. Lucas, who do you have? I'm going to Alex. Oh, saucy. Waiting to hear back from Cam. Derek has picked me. Next. We already know Cam picked Lucas versus six Bobby. ESPN has picked Bobby. I am going to pick you, Lucas, though you are in a bit of a penalty kill situation here. Who do you have? Um, I'm going, I'm taking a new approach to this because when I pick against myself, I actually win. So I'm going Bobby. Derek has picked you, Lucas. Alex, who do you have? Lucas, who did you pick to win the game? You picked me. I'm going to pick Lucas. All right, four. Remember, Derek I have one guy that has zero. Jay. I am going to go with Derek. Lucas, who do you have? Um, ooh, this is going to be a good one. Um, I am going to go Derek. Holy crap, Rusty's out. Yeah, he dislocated a finger. Which is wow. also why I'm going with Derek. Oh, <laughs> uh, Derek picked himself. Alex, is it a clean sweep? I'm going with Derek. Seven, Kelly versus eight, Cam. Lucas, what do you got? I'm going to pick Kelly. Derek has also picked Kelly. Alex? I'm going to go Cam. ESPN and myself are both going with Kelly. Okay. And then our last matchup, number nine, Carly versus number 10, Matthew. Derek went with Carly. Alex, what are you doing? Carly. ESPN and I agree with you. Is it a clean sweep, Lucas? It is. All right. So excited to see how this week plays out. But uh, all right. I think that's everything for now. Unless there's anything for you guys we didn't get a chance to check in on. No, I think we're good. Went through it. We got it all through. Got a lot of feelings out there. A lot of talk about going moving forward. Well, good luck to everybody but Alex um, this week and beyond that. Good night, Gracie. Gracie would have wished me good luck, whomever she is.